Salutations, you bunch of wandering walruses. Walruses? Walruses? Walrusi? I feel like there might be a cooler walrus plural form, but I don't know. I'm sure you will correct me if it's not walruses. Um, we're back, post-show episode 101, here to give you the 101. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. Um, okay, we're here. Last week we had our post-show uh, episode 100 extravaganza. We are back to your scheduled programming. We've got some catching up to do, so there's quite a bit of news this week. Uh, but before news, we talk about Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, season 2, episode 14, our uh, review of Killers of the Flower Moon, which we saw in theaters together, and we recommend you do that as well, but I'm sure we'll mention that. Um, we do all the news in the entire world before we talk about Freerun Beyond Journey's End, episode 8, Gen V, episode 7, the penultimate episode, as it turns out. We'll be back with the uh, season finale in a little bit. Uh, and then uh, Grant gives me the uh, lowdown on Pluto. And of course, uh, keep in mind, next week is another special episode. We'll be doing the Attack on Titan finale, the series finale. And it's real for this time. Um, so we're going to have a lot of thoughts on that. Cannot wait for it. Um, and of course, we got to give a big shout out to the comic book shop on Bank Street at 128 Bank Street here in Ottawa. Um, you can find them at thecomicbookshop.com or comic sh comic book shop bank on Instagram. They spell shop, S-H-O-P-P-E. Um, chances are, if you're listening to this, you're probably a fan of what they've got going on over there. They've got manga, comics, obviously, weekly comics, magic cards. They've got anime figurines, plush toys. They've got Gundam buildables. They've got collectibles, build kits. They've got, they've got all the things, so check them out. Let them know that we sent you. Grant, hit that killer music. Psycho season one, two, three, four. Oh, hey there, Grant. Hello, David. Hey, sweet pea. How are we doing? We're good, man. We're back to the regular post show. I was just saying to you, like, why does it feel like we haven't done this in a while? Did we miss a I week? Know. Yeah. But I forgot we had, like, our... 100th episode extravaganza last yes. week which was pretty tight I had so much fun listening back to that one was a real treat yeah man if uh if you the audience hasn't heard this yet take a take a gander it's all about our favorite moments in anime we've already kind of plugged the hell out of it so i'm not going to do that anymore but it was really really fun to record and really fun to prep for mm -hmm. it was i think like we didn't i don't know if grant or i realized like how much good shit we've seen <laughs> Yeah. as a result of starting this podcast right yeah because yeah. you know the things we always return to are dunking on uh my hero academia season five and yeah. you're like wow never forget before and after that we've seen a lot of good shit it's crazy <laughs> anime like lifetime catalog defining type shit so anyway big time um there's some big stuff in this week's episode too there's so much so much news mm -hmm. um but we got to start with the heavy hitter i think we got to start with jujitsu kaisen sir season two episode 14 um you know we because of last week like we did kind of go over episode 13 yeah I mean, we kind of like snuck in a episode review amongst the yeah. uh because the whole episode was just like you know uh you know an excellent fight scene right yeah. so it was kind of gushed over that but uh, i think you know in the it's always hard to say this stuff because of recency bias but i will say you know in the fullness of time we'll 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 see how we feel 
but currently I think episode 13 is like one of the better you know anime fights I've seen in in probably a few years, years. Yeah. um that might that one might end up on a list somewhere of you know top something anime fights it was it was mm-hmm. fantastic and you know pats on the back all around they really really outdid themselves on that one um yes sir but now okay episode 14 mai mai verse and ui ui versus this special grade curse is kind of yeah but they yo know, they do that whole fight before the uh intro yes yeah i was wondering um I was trying to think, like, did they skip the intro that week, but or for for this episode? But no, they definitely they threw it in at the right time. They, I, you know, I love how the like the tone is set in an episode, whether if, if the OP is like right yeah. up top, or if it's like you know delayed by like you know like ten minutes or something like that. You're just like, word for a treat. If you know if they do either one of those things, it's, you always know it's going to be a good Agreed. episode. But this was a great episode. You know, it's funny. And we'll get into like there's a lot of you know weird weirdness around episode fourteen right now, mm. but I, I, all in all, I I did think it was a really good episode. <laughs> you know, like it's um, no me too. Maybe, like mean... there's a lot of talk of the animation, but what we saw was great. Yeah, I was pleased with what was on the screen. Like you know, was it like the best they've ever done? Maybe not, but like we also just came yeah. off of episode thirteen, right? And sure. yeah. so everything can't be like that and it's funny like we you know we i won't speak for you but i do tend to be critical sometimes when like animation is a little lackluster but like i wasn't mad at this episode i thought it was fun yep i don't know like i don't you know i don't know what to say i mean maybe we should mention it now like should we just get into what the the director's comments about it we can yeah like also like i didn't realize you know like we are online like we read you know we see it the you know there's a couple places you and i kind of check out and we're mm. you know we, we we creep and we we read and whatnot but like i i genuinely didn't see the the fan outcry that supposedly came along with this i'm not sure if it was you know the japanese fans you know or yeah. just you know like kind of the this internet spaces we don't see because we don't can't read the language kind of thing mm-hmm. but there was some pretty harsh you know um criticism on the director and the episode as a whole um but I, I didn't see it, see it, but there was enough for the director to come out and make like a very depressing tweet about it. So, which is so shitty just as a yeah. side note, like I think that, you know, nobody is above constructive criticism, especially when warranted sure. and, and all that, like, you know, we had, we had, or I had plenty to say about the first season uh, that Mappa did of Attack on Titan, but like, you know, the level of like going after animators and directors personally on social media is so so absurd and so below the belt and so it's a little small-minded in my opinion it's pretty it's pretty disgusting like i don't know how to i don't know what what do you call it like gross internet culture it's just shitty it's just shitty behavior yeah um but yeah his quote i mean he kind of says it's a weird translation i think the translation twitter x whatever but tough uh, but you can tell he's down in the dumps he says kind he wraps up this weird statement of you know don't give me your sympathy and encouragement um, right after releasing something that I'm not satisfied, that kind of thing will have the opposite effect. So for now, I just want people to leave me alone. I'll make it up. I'll make up for it in, in my future work. Until then, I will live my life as the worst animator who has ruined a masterpiece. I don't understand. Like, it's like, my you know, guy, you got to take it easy on yourself. Yeah. Like, it's just not that bad. When, and I didn't think it was bad. Yeah. Period. Um, I, you know, mm-hmm. at, at no point when I was watching the episode was I like, 
oh, like, someone should be embarrassed about this display, you know? Like, I was genuinely locked in and keyed in and the narrative and, you know, the actual subject matter, what was taking place, and, you know, there's plenty of oh shit moments, and, like, yeah, like, I noticed, but, like, I wasn't, like, I'm bleeding from my eyes, you know? (laughs) Like, I was in, it it, it flowed, it had movement, and, you know, I was a part of it. I just, I find this all very strange and a little blown out of proportion, to be completely honest. Some viewing figures came out, and we'll talk about them later on Jujutsu Kaisen, but, like, I do Mm. think this is a really good example of, like, this is probably the biggest anime in the world right now, and I think this is a great example of how the vocal minority can just really, really, like, get in your head and ruin things, (laughs) and and you hear, you know, celebrities and influencers and, and just people of public interest talk about it all the time, right? You know, for every 100 comments... There's one that gets in their head, right? There's one bad one, mm. and that's what they walk away from, or walk away with, rather. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. You, you know, obviously easier said than done, but it's like you gotta, you gotta give yourself a little bit of a break here. I think this was a good episode. And the thing, you know, and we'll get back to like this, you know, what happened in the episode, but yeah. you know, I think it's a little, it's kind of bullshit to be out sing, you know, like unfairly out sing the director and the people involved when like. It is, you know, it's very commonly known at this point that MAPPA is running their studio, like, their, you know, their employees into the ground mm-hmm. to put this stuff out. Like, how, how does this not get a pass? Like, these people are overworked. Like, you know, episode 13, like, there was that stat, you know, there was a thing that came out, like, they were doing finishing touches, like, hours before it was, you know, coming out. You know, yeah. like, it was, like, it barely met deadline. So, I don't know. It's, like... Yeah, how, how is one know, like, director yeah. responsible you know what i mean or like one yeah. animator it's like come on guys like these people yeah and it's like i'm sure everyone is like assigned like one episode you know there's like various directors and they're assigned one episode and that's their project for like you know in, in the whole th- like I, I understand how this stuff works and but it just i don't know i just it seems very short-sighted to call out this one guy you know yeah. considering like you know the season as a whole has been fantastic and this episode was fantastic you know yeah like, great ending you know very tense you know situation i don't know yeah so let's talk about this i have a quick question actually so this my my fight is really good really really good fight i probably i don't think that's what the complaints are no no i know um but i just meant i really love that fight i loved learning Mm -hmm. more about her character yes um this interesting bond between her and wee wee um and how she used the crow like everything about that fight was so jujitsu kaisen and so dope loved that um, there are some like fucking screen grabs I gotta get of that fight where she just looks haunting. Yeah. Um, love could not cannot like say that enough. I loved that fight. The end though. So she comes out of that domain expansion between her and that uh, special grade, and she sees Ghetto. Yep. And so two things. One, as far as the story goes, he says not bad for a modern sorcerer. Hmm. Which, you know, words, I'm really, we still don't have a ton of clarity on this, but my current guess, current guess, um, based on no, like, spoilery information, is that, like, the guy puppeteering Ghetto's body is not a curse, but a cursed user. But fuck, I might be wrong about it. I don't know. So I don't know, but I want to know if he has a name. It would be so much less confusing to give him a name. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Just the only reason I say that is this modern sorcerer thing makes me think that he's very old because you get the idea that if he gets to body hop, then it's kind mm. of an immortality technique, but not really. It could be that, but I also because you know I had the same thought, and I I was also thinking how there has been various. Rep- 
references in season one. And I don't think in season two, but in season one, they've said like you know, go until Gojo came along, like it had been like a like a down period, right, mm. amongst the sorcerers. So I think just as a whole, like maybe it can be considered that all the modern you know sorcerers are just like subpar to what they were. Sure. You know, however, you know, long ago that you know it could be that, but again. It could also just be, like you said, like it's an ancient, you know, sorcerer, like just, you know, bit by bit has stuck around by, you know, just by brain at this point. But, or, um, or to that point, an ancient yeah. curse, right? Or yeah. just an old one. But then why would he have a brain? I don't know. Um, but so the second part is, did you know, like it looked, it was a really cool shot. And that's why it stuck with me. Um, he's there and like, he's like silhouetted and there's a, one of his curses like hanging up behind him and it's like a fish. The dragon looking one? The dragon fishy looking yeah. one, whatever it is. I see that on tattoos everywhere. Really? Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Hmm. Um, and I think, like, I think I, I told you, like, I've done a good job of getting my anime algorithm to be not spoilery. Yeah. And now I'm you getting spoilers it. through tattoos. Brutal. <laughs> the tattoo al- algorithm's getting me. <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to um, do? Anyway, great fight. Mm-hmm. Second half of the. Did you have anything to add on that before we moved on? not really i just i love the editing and timing of the the counting like the one two three with the coffin and this you know the the giant stone with the ribbons on it um just very uh very artistic or not maybe artistic not the right word but i think it it was just very like uh it was just not the norm you know it was like i like the kind of the uh unusual the unsyncopated timing of everything you know like it was just like yeah. kind of it was meant to kind of unnerve you you know just like the sounds like mm-hmm. uh, you know as like the, the coffin breaking and the rock slamming and you know the yeah i don't know very 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 cool tight tight scene you know because it feels like it lasted 20 minutes and it was yeah. like six you know also it was, uh, very full they say this a couple times this episode um when my my is ex- or may may whatever is ex- uh, explaining her technique mm-hmm. or wee wee is explaining how she gets the birds to you know do the suicide pact thing yeah. and which is i love that by the way so yeah. dope so dope but a couple times this episode you know whoever i think it might be the narrator or wee wee someone's explaining like oh no one can survive this other than gojo and that hmm. happens i think twice this episode it's like oh yeah this is like this is like the ultimate move other than gojo and i think like the show's doing a good job trying to showcase like it really was Gojo holding everything at bay. It, and not necessarily him, like, actively doing it. It's just His the presence fact, alone. Exactly. Yeah. His yeah. existence. The fact that he's in the picture, nobody would try shit. Yeah. Um, which is why I guess they called out an episode after they sealed him, Pandemonium. Because it is, it is Pandemonium now. Truly. Well, it's interesting because I never... Maybe it's a detail I missed in, in the previous season, but she kind of, she openly refers to herself as, like, a special grade sorcerer. Yeah. And I never, like, I never would have clued into that. You know, I thought there was a very limited, like, I know, you know, there's Gojo and they consider Yuji as well. And then also uh, Toto. Um, no, but, uh, uh, Itadori? Yeah. Itadori. No, they're only, they're only putting him to first grade. Yes, but like, the, there was like a line in season one where like, yeah, like he's first grade. But like, as far as we're concerned, like he is like a special grade because of like, the Sakuna thing. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, he is like a first grade, but yeah. No, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Okata yeah. Uh, is also special grade. So is Ghetto. Oh yes, yeah, and Ghetto, yeah. So it's you know it's cool to see her flex and like those, those crochet, those crochet, 
<laughs> when she used the first crows, and it was just it was cool to see like an analytical fight. Of she's like, oh shoot, like I'm only in here. I only have two crows with me. It, you know, to bring them into the domain, and she's the one is like to kind of suss out, you yeah. know, the, the special great curse, and then you know, she like drops the big one on him. It was this it was is cool. the best part of the show. It's the problem solving the characters do with yeah. all the like deep lore embedded in techniques and domains and like all the rules that they set in the show. Like mm-hmm. I, I see a lot of memes about people like saying their eyes are glazing over or they're <laughs> trying to like keep up with it. I get that it's complicated, especially with the translation. Yeah. This one I thought worked perfectly. I was like, okay, this is fucking great. Um, okay, the rest of the episode basically centers around a new character, curse user named Dagon. Yeah. And they introduce the old man and show us his technique, and his name is now Beto. Mm. And we learn several things in this episode. I mean, so... Now, Beto, here's a good example of... Let me ask you this. Did this work for you? His his explanation of his technique, which is basically frame interpolation, which it is like... super whew. fourth wall breaking. Yeah. Um, very, like, you know, a wink and, uh, you know, a smile to the to the, the fans in, in a certain way. But, it like, it did work. But I found, I found the more the technique is explained, the less interest I had in it. It almost felt like they overshared too much uh, with it. Um, I felt like if I, I had just taken it at face value, I would have, you know, dug it a little more. But uh, I agree. I think they made it yeah. too complicated. You, yeah. I think there's too much information. You know? If they cut it in half, like their own explanation in half, or like even like by a th- like a third of what it was, mm. most people would be like, oh, okay, so it's something about frames, and he's like forcing it into his this specific condition, and people aren't ready for that. But like, I could see what they were trying to do, and I was like, holy shit! Like again, the creativity is really impressive, but. That it one felt, was not as felt, well done. It felt very not of the show. This is it, it felt more like you know, man, getting a lot of name drops uh, the past couple of weeks. But <laughs> it felt like something out of my hero, sure, or even like uh, oh yeah, you know, like in 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 uh, Chainsaw Man, like the the concepts are like very more open and like kind of you know cerebral of like how things kind of you know in the first season, like you know when it worked with um, like the the Infinity devil like in the scene in the hotel or the yes 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 you know stuff like that where it's like a little more obtuse and like they kind of play with like people's expectations you know jujitsu kaisen has like cool abilities and kind of playing around with all that but it still feels kind of very rooted in like standard shonen yeah power tropes or whatever but um i don't know like like it is cool like i I think they overshared a little too much with it they maybe could have you know fed that a little a little more down the line but uh good fight and dagon i thought was interesting too because like i i i recognize that name from like that's um like an l like a uh hp lovecraft like villain like cthulhu-esque you know villain name right like it's like an eldritch god or evil god or whatever like a god of the sea so i'm like oh like that's kind of cool like i wonder if like he's technically um a uh like a you know the a curse like a fear of the sea kind of curse well i think I think so, because yeah. there's this kind of specific scene, and I don't know if they show him in it, but there's this specific scene back in season one in the Junpei arc when mm. Mahito is explaining like the creation of him and Jogo and maybe uh, the one that just that Gojo killed. Um, Hanami. Hanami. And he's kind of saying, like, you know, there's been all these things, like these great forces of nature 
mm. have like finally like funneled their power into these curses and like you know i think the idea was like jogo was like maybe born of something kind of fiery volcano like etc yeah. and then i think what this episode also confirmed dagon dagon is that all the beach scenes from season one were, were clearly his domain. his domain so yeah that was cool i think he's like have we seen him on screen though I think I we've, saw his weird crab form. We've seen the crab form for before, like in in you know, like as uh, like they were riding him at points and, and yeah. whatnot. But this is like his, you know. I think uh, what was what was the old guy's name again? The, now the frames guy. He makes a reference to oh, like you know, time for you to take off your mask and show who you really are. So like you know, it was clearly you know right. waiting to be. Uh, it's funny we're joking about uh, Dragon Ball Z a couple weeks ago. This is like to me reminded <laughs> me of like Cell. Or, you know, even Machin Buu or whatever, but... But, yeah, yeah. he's like, okay, so... So, I guess he is one of the big four, or one of those, like, one of the big curses, so that explains why it's been so hard to get him out of there. Mm -hmm. Um, the fight is fun. Yeah. I like, uh, seeing Maki again. Um, I'm trying to think what else is really noteworthy about the fight. I mean, Fushiguro saves the day, which is pretty dope. Big time hit him in his big brain sussing out you know the exit um oh my God. i did i loved the fake out they gave us at the end mm-hmm. of the episode um i really thought that was toto the oh. way they did with the hands and all oh. this like it was coming into a clap i was like oh here we go our boy's showing up and we then here get some we, toto this season dude and then we find out uh who uh who it really was you know freaking toji uh, <laughs> i was like oh shit it's like this is about to pop off it's great because it's like I think we, the, we, the audience, we want and need a confrontation between Megumi and Toji, right? We need something. But it's yeah. like the show's like, well, it's not, we're not going to just put them in a room. Like, we're going to, yeah, sure, they'll be in the same space, but it's going to be during chaos, right? Yeah. Where, like, no one has time, and I fucking love it. I'm looking forward to, because I can see Megumi not clicking into who it is at well, first. yeah, yeah. But Nanami is going to know like 100 percent, and to see his kind of inner dialogue or you know figuring out like oh shit like what do we do here because you know he's very much trying to protect like the underclassmen and all that and he's just trying to get everyone safe so to see i can see nanami and him having the first kind of throw down you know i can see toji kind of like you know teasing at megami or something like that and he's just like trying to block it but uh yeah i'm worried yeah, I, I got very, very worried when I saw his face pop up. I'm like, oh, this is genuinely not good. It's tricky, right? Because it doesn't feel like we're going to get out clean. You know, some assistants have been killed. Now Abito <laughs> lost an arm. Um, you know, Itadori lost a fair fight against Choso. Yeah. Um, which is fucking crazy. But then, I mean, hopefully we come back to that. Sakuna or some injected a false memory into Choso. Or, so, I don't know what the hell that was about. But we got to so find did- that out. I did read uh, the subreddit. There's a lot of discussion on that specifically. Yeah. And the general consensus, and I don't, there's no spoiler. Better not be a spoiler. No, no, no. This is just like general, like, you know, uh, anime only chatter that everyone seems to think that because Sakuno also seems surprised. Hmm. So people think there is an outside party also involved because Sakuno was like, oh, like, I didn't expect that out. You know, just kind of, you know, what, you know, whatever. But, um, so I'm curious, like, who this potential third party is. But I don't remember him acting surprised. I remember him just, like, chastising at a dory, being like, you're losing to this kind of riffraff? Well, he may, he does make a comment of, like, oh, that was unexpected. Hmm. And I thought he meant then, him then get 
No, and then no, I think it's directly about because Cho's are not finishing him off. Yeah, and like clearly seeing something is up, and then it kind of fades back. Like the way it fades in of him, and then they do kind of like the reverse of him out, which I thought was such a beautiful shot, like very very subtle. Yeah, God, yeah. that that shot was great. But also, um, a couple girls find it adorable too. Were those ghettos? Yeah, those are the ghettos. Credits? The, yeah, okay, those are the girls. All right, so I wonder what think they help him i don't know that's what i'm saying i don't know if it's them or if there's another party involved with them trying to get ghetto back or yeah what so we got you. a lot of a lot of cliffhangers we got to find out what happens with toji and co itadori and uh choso does sakuna come out what are these two girls up to obviously gojo's stuck yeah chilling <laughs> no is nobara out of the fight yeah or at least um nanami She's... told her to hang back yes get uh, the uh, the uh, supervisor to safety kind of thing we're only barely a little more than halfway through busy busy it. busy okay so much Jeez, that was our first first thing first th- first topic and we got a hell of a lot more to go um well we won't talk about killers of the flower moon for as long as it takes to no. watch it <laughs> no dude <laughs> but we long. saw this on the weekend blast Had a good uh, time. yeah man it was really really fun uh we saw it together Three and a half hour movie. Grant, they got they got to bring back intermissions, dude. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was good. I was, you know, I was a little strategic on uh, my mm-hmm. uh, my um, fluid intake. Fluid intake. So you know, I, I didn't have to go till after the movie there. But uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I thought it was good. It, you know, the seating made everything. You know, I couldn't have seen that in, in my theater here. Like I would have been. In oh, you crying got pain. I meant to tell you, you did. You got clutch seats. Clutch. I know exactly what row i every time in the theater <laughs> middle of the middle it's, it's perfect timing that's i always shoot for, for uh, section d <laughs> yeah you're a yeah. you're a gangster um yes sir what can we say about this grant i mean i i i, I have a sentence but it just sounds so cliche okay. but i gotta say it i gotta say that and i'm sorry to sound like this guy but i just I think it's an important movie to see, and I think it's an important mm-hmm. movie to see in theaters. And I'm sure that's what every like Tom, Dick, and Harry is saying right now. You know, support yeah. theaters. But it's when you see the movie, you get it. It's like Oppenheimer. Like, don't d- like. There's a lot of people, and I just know this. You know, there's just going to be a lot of people who start this movie on a Saturday night, go to bed halfway through, and finish it on Sunday, and that's fine. Yeah. Like, that mm-hmm. is fine, but, like, I promise you the experience will be better if you just see it on the big screen. Like, I promise. Gosh. It will be substantially I want, I, better. I would like to see it again. Yeah, yeah it's, um... Well, it's theaters. Yeah, like, I just... Now I, I, I'm realizing I have actually, like, quite a few holes in my Scorsese filmography, but um, I just mm-hmm. haven't seen something like this from him, and I've seen most of his recent stuff. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just a good fucking movie. It's important. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, you know, be, you know, I don't, I don't know. It, it, in its own way, I, I genuinely think it's a masterpiece. Um, but you know, like it is a very, very dark, somber film, but like, you know, considering the subject matter, like, you know, it needs to be told as accurately and, you know, as it was, you know, but I think it's just such an achievement in set design and the score and, you know, the just like it's one of the most lived in movies I've yeah. seen in a while. Like, I think even Oppenheimer, like, which is in its that's a biopic. This isn't necessarily a biopic, mm-hmm. but more rooted in 
non you know nonfiction than I think Oppenheimer is a little bit. It kind of feels heightened. Yeah. But um, no, I don't know. It just I it was beautiful, beautiful to look at. Um, um, just every little trick he did in the movie, you know, like as things kind of like decay from the beginning to the end. I don't know. I, I really, really, I, I've been thinking about it nonstop. I also, something worth mentioning, like you mentioned like the subject matter, it is like a dark, somber movie and it is a, I don't want to reduce it to this, but frankly, a little bit of a bummer, but like yeah, sure. I, there, there's a version of this movie that comes out on like the indie scene from an unknown, like cutting edge director. And I'm sure it's an indie hit. But, like, no one hears about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it does well at a film festival. And it's like, oh, yeah, that, like, I'm not going to watch that. I'm just going to get bummed out. Mm. But the reality is this is made by one of, like, the last remaining major premiere film directors that has been yeah. around for decades. And it's like what I said to you in the theater. It's like, yeah, he, like, yeah, he's not saying it's his last movie. But how old is he again? 87. Uh, like he, 87, I think. You just don't know how long these, like crazy crazy impactful people in uh in storytelling are going to be around for you know scorsese i'm sure wants to do more but like you just don't know and like to have someone like him tackle subject matter like this and to just do it this kind of service it's like yo you just got to see the fucking movie you know you have to it's so good and all like you know leo's great in it you know de niro is like truly the devil it's amazing better than i've seen him in a long time long time and, but I, I gotta give it, like, Lily Gladstone, like, every scene she's in completely stole it for me. Like, Part of the movie? It's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say, like, you know, without, like, spoilers, like, there, like, I feel like there's portions of the movie where she, like, is just not around due to this situation. But, yeah. like, you know, but when she is, like, you know, present, it's like, holy cow, like, I want, you know, I, I don't know, I, I don't think this is her first movie, but I would, I look forward to seeing her again in other things, you know? Yeah, Lily Gladstone's unbelievable. I think yeah. you're totally right about that. Um, I also think, dude, there's like a... There are probably like 10 other takes on that character and like how she played it or how she was directed to play it or whatever. Mm. Like she towed that line perfectly. Like mm. it was one of the most believable performances I've ever seen. Like I, it was mm -hmm. so good. And uh, we mentioned Bob already, but on Leo, the first thing I said to Sam after I, I came back was, like, lately with Leo, and, like, you know, he's earned it, he he tends to be the story, right? Sure. Like, like Wolf of Wall Street is about Leo's character, right? The yes. whole story is in service of a character piece, and he tends to do that, you know, Revenant, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, that's fine. He gets these, like, really juicy parts, or, you know, even, like, uh, his Django character, it's like, you just oh, yeah. can't take Calvary. your eyes off him, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is one of the most in-service-of-the-story characters I've ever seen him do. He's doing, like, a lot of stuff with it, for sure. Like, the facial acting. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't tell me that dude's Frowning. face was not sore um, no. at the end of every take. But, you know what I mean? He's, like, not trying to steal scenes. He's, like, literally just there to be the guy. And he yeah, does he, the guy really well. But, yeah, because I think, you know, I think that also comes with, like, the character he's playing who is just, like, yeah. a fucking dope, you know, yeah. like, just a true, like, a true dummy, you know. Like, this isn't, like, you know, it's it's so funny. I was I was thinking of, like, what other, like, really dumb characters, like, are, are there out there? You know, there's always, like, the adult drug. Like, the mm -hmm. first thing that came to my mind was George Clooney in uh, Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Like, oh, the Coen right. Brothers movie. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, but that's, like a, like, a comedic buffoon. And, like, you know, like, his, the situation has continued to come, you know, repeat themselves just because, like, who he is. But this is, like, just a true, like, you know, his... 
like just lack of thought and compassion is just like you know it continues to generate evil around him and it was it was just but it oddly was really, yeah oddly human though right like yeah um, he well, yeah when i say human i mean like yeah. you know a specific kind of human but still like yeah oddly grounded i don't know man uh really impressive i think oscar noms um across the board for the main cast um yeah i don't know the killer movie absolutely recommend you see it yeah awesome anything to add before we move on to the news we got so much news no i just uh it was good seeing a movie with you yeah uh, in in, in irl and yeah maybe last thing we should uh, on the on this uh jesse plemons oh um, my guy solid performance did did you know like that they rewrote this script and that was supposed to be leo's role from that pov yes yeah Um, because i think they had taken a a peek at it like this doesn't work like this isn't like the story that should be told it's funny because they're definitely they were definitely right about that like they, they did not need leo like showing up on reservation what's going on here yeah. <laughs> that, that's I not do. the movie to make it's it's so funny because when you know, like again this isn't a spoiler for anyone listening but you know when when jesse Plemons' character tom white arrives i love the shot of you can see you can see leo's looking out to the front of the house at the screen door and you mm-hmm. and you just immediately know like oh like my boy jesse Plemons is here the laws here and it was just like the way they kind of like frame it like you can clearly see it's him but there's like a bit of a shroud to it i don't know i thought it was a really cool shot that's one of the things that stick out in my mind i could I remember have used that more shot. jesse plemons personally but yeah i, I think so yeah. too i agree yeah. but he held his own with the big boys and it worked mm-hmm. out quite well he's a big boy at this point in my opinion apparently he's, eh? he's a real one he yeah um, he was in i watched that power of the dog uh, last year you know he what was, i did he was in that he crushed he was really good it was right him boy. and his wife actually kirsten dunce I did not know they were married. Go figure. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Good job. Really good. Really good. Really good movie. Okay. Um, news, and there's a lot. Um, yeah, a lot. You know, we got a couple weeks backed up here. Give me a break. Um, okay, so Disney acquiring uh, rest of Hulu for $8 billion in change. Apparently, it's reported that it could go up above 8 Like, the, they're finalizing the deal right, right now, and because uh, they're currently assessing stock. Yeah, and like whatnot, so that could that number could shoot up quite a bit. Apparently, do you know if Hulu's publicly traded? I imagine. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Whatever. I mean, I I'm not stoked about this. I'm not like a huge. I don't often like wade into these arguments, but like I just don't know if Disney needs to own more of the entertainment business. Maybe they should sort their shit out. Yeah, buying more stuff. You know. Yeah, it's uh, but you know, whatever. If this gets a undead unlock on Disney Plus quicker, that'd be hey, fucking great. Good point. So, still not um, up there. Not loving it. And Gen V renewed for season two by Amazon. Yeah. Kind of not shocking. It seems like people are digging it. Yeah, I I was surprised. I did kind of. We were talking a couple of weeks ago. I was kind of convinced that this was just gonna be like a one and done, like tee up for like the end of the boys, maybe. But corporations yeah. gonna be corporations, and they're gonna keep making season after yeah. season. But so. we should. We should uh, discuss theories. We're going to talk about episode seven here yep. uh, towards the end of the pod, so we'll, we'll get into it. Uh, um, John Stewart uh, walks away from his Apple TV show after a dispute with Apple uh, over his uh, episode or future episode about AI in uh, China. Um, it's a huge L for Apple. Big yeah, time. bad luck. This is very some bad. Egg on face stuff. They have um, <laughs> so they're stupid. They're particular about their PR and uh, you know. As all corporations are, um, mm-hmm. 
but you know I think they've had particularly good PR um, for a while and I think that they have tried like many studios do because they are technically also a studio mm-hmm. to like make themselves look very artist first right sure yeah. um I, you know, I can think of a couple examples the Taylor Swift Apple music thing etc and like fucking John Stewart's kind of liked by everybody it feels like and, yeah and him walking because you're not letting him talk about the things he want to talk talk he wants to talk about and is educate like, people on yeah is just bad especially when you look at the work he's been doing like if you haven't seen the problem for john with john stewart i it's a great show i love it 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 it's really really good and you realize like oh wow like i mean if they're just gonna let him do this like let him do it like you know if, if this is the kind of work he wants to do he's doing mm-hmm. it really really well just let him do this forever and then here we are um and and i mean you know it like it's incredibly obvious if for anyone not connecting the dots like apple leverages a significant amount of in-house ai and obviously has gigantic ties to china mm-hmm. as uh you know most fortune 500 companies do at this point and the and the nba and whoever else yeah. and yeah no one's allowed to talk about it but it's it's fucking nuts yeah um big big l for apple yeah i i was i read that i was like well that's that sucks. That's you know. Like, I hope somebody. Uh, I hope somebody picks it up. You know, this would be a big win for uh, Netflix, or maybe rebrands it. But I don't know. I I don't know. It's he's probably you know, it was it was a big deal for him to come back to do this show. You know, yeah. like everyone like you know for years and years and years were like begging for more you know true Daily Show stuff. And uh, you know, it's funny too. As this was happening, all that like Trevor Noah and the Daily Show stuff was going on at the exact same time. Yeah. And that, fired or was you know walked away or whatever you want to call it yeah but, um yeah i don't know i think i i think john stewart should be on tv educating people uh for as long as he can because he he, he truly is a service to the people i genuinely believe that yeah not many f- people like him left um anyway yeah. john oliver's doing his best i think yeah yeah he's been and, at it uh, yeah but uh, uh what else yeah. uh the fallout tv show is set to premiere on uh, amazon prime april 2024 I am kind of looking forward to this. <laughs> yeah, I've never been a huge Fallout guy, sure. but I know that the fandom is large. Yeah. And I know, like, you know, the basics about the world building. It seems like mm-hmm. there's opportunity there. You I know. think it'll be fun. I think uh, if, you know, it, it, it's like, you know, like The Last of Us did so well this year. You know, it's, it's you know, genuinely apples and oranges, but, mm-hmm. you know, people kind of like a, a survivalist, you know, post world right like it's you know with a, like a nuclear family setting you know like you know a la 1950s so it's i don't know i think it'll be cool to see I think a live action you often just need someone to kick in the door right and then everyone mm-hmm. else rushes in i'm not saying that's what's happening here but like you know it because i'm sure this has been going on for a while but it i think it helps studios green light projects when you're like, well, look at how good this did and how, how good that did, right? Like, no one's looking at the Cowboy Bebop show being like, see, we can make more adaptations. It's like, <clears throat> you need to look at the winners, right? Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, The Last of Us just had a huge fucking win. Yeah. Um, Crunchyroll's been added to Amazon Prime as an optional paid add-on. That so is smart. It's Yeah, it's not like crazy news. Like, I don't know if people care about that, but like, it is a big deal as far as distribution goes, right? Like, yeah. Prime is very big. Yes. Um having that exposure on prime is a big deal mm-hmm. and good for anime yeah more uh more eyes is only better for uh, everyone speaking of more eyes you sent me yeah. this shit <laughs> jujitsu kaisen is cr- okay this is the crazy part 
Yeah. Is Jujutsu Kaisen is currently averaging 6.3 million viewers in broadcast in Japan alone. Love it. Per so episode, cool. not counting streaming or pirating. The big thing there is not counting streaming, streaming or pirating. Which I imagine is like the lion's share of the viewership. Fucking bananas. The streaming, yeah. like, yeah, the, that's, that's insane. Uh, and then, you know, to follow that up, like, you know, after I found that stat, um, that same company put out, so Demon Slayer Season 3 averaged over, in the same scenario, broadcast only, they averaged 14.5 million viewers, which is just, you know, the power of Demon Slayer is true. <laughs> like Everything real. in perspective, huh? Yeah. I mean, you know, broadcast, like, they have a very high population density and all that, but, like, you know, you can cherry pick the statistics all you want, but, like, sure. That's nearly half of our population. <laughs> no, I know. It's, it's crazy. fucking nuts. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people watching anime, man. I'd love yeah. to see it. Get um, it. Have, you, have you seen there's uh, rumors that Matt Reeves might be doing some Scarecrow movies for yeah. uh, DC? Yeah. You know, DC. What, what do you want? Like, what do I say about DC? They're in a yeah. weird spot. Would yeah. that be within the new DCEU, outside of it? Like these standalone movies they're doing? I don't know. But what I will say is I'm down with more Matt Reeves. I am I am down more Matt Reeves. This is probably the only DC stuff that I care to read about at this point. Or if they did like another Suicide Squad movie, I'd be up for that. I'll watch what they do when they reboot. But like, sure, I think I you know like everybody else, I'm pretty fatigued. And also, if they put our bats in the in the suit again, I'm I'm queuing up for him. Fuck uh, yeah, because that's also you know also with the assumption that it's Matt Reeves again, right? Mm-hmm. I hope so. That was a great movie. Yeah, it was. Um, okay, Attack on Titan news. Ooh. Um. Okay, we, we got a couple things to cover here. So, number one, um, the Attack on Titan final chapters, final fucking, <laughs> you know, V1 underscore V2 underscore final underscore final final, yeah. uh, is actually coming out November 4th slash 5th. Yep. Um, you know, within three or four days or of this coming out. Or, yeah, we're also trying to iron out the exact air date. Yeah, so... You know, it's going to be over an hour and a half, or about an hour and a half, one hour, 26 minutes. We will absolutely be covering it. 100%. Um, you know, if you're new here, Attack on Titan is the genesis of this podcast. It's the reason we started it. I cannot believe we're here. <laughs> it's, yeah, it doesn't feel real. It's going to be an emotional episode. Um, but yeah, we're, we're very, very excited. We, we will be covering it. Uh, tune in next week. We'll, it's like, we're going to cover that, maybe a whole series review. I don't know, but it's going to be a big one. Um, but some other stuff has come out about that. Um, like the Isayama posted like a thank you and you, you had mentioned like several piece people. Yeah. A lot can of you, key, can you go on that. Well, yeah. So there's a lot of key staff came out, um, just more or less doing similar to what Isayama did. It was like a clearly like done through like an official, you know, kind of letterhead. Um, but you know, the, the composer for the series as a whole for majority of the run who's come back for this, you know, to thank you, like, you know, just saying, you know, uh, you know how the show is so linked to the music and the soundtrack and so on and so forth. The leader, or I guess the band leader of the band, uh, Linked Horizon, who's yeah. coming back to do the final OP, which, you know, I, I think I meant to, uh, it was on the top of my mind to talk to you when I saw you on Saturday of like, oh my God, like Linked Horizon is coming back. Like, you know, yeah. we get this, you know, we get finally, you know, it, I was a little bit like the rumbling was great and, you know, the This Is War song was great, but like, yeah. Linked Horizon is AOT like you know without a doubt so and he had a really nice message uh you know a couple of producers and key animators and directors from over the years all had kind of like these you know kind of uh letterhead thank yous to the fans and 
their excitement for working on this. And there was a couple of really interesting details in this Yama one. I'm assuming you caught about... Uh, yeah, I might, I might already forget, though. What are they? Well, so it, it was kind of like a link. So Isayama kind of, oh, like, yeah. he, he made mention that, like, thank you for, like, the studio allowing me in and, like, get my changes in, which I thought was, like, very interesting. Um, and then the director of the episode straight up said, like, you know, thank thanked Isayama for, like, you know, writing the final, sc- final script for the final episode. So it just yeah. shows, like, how linked he is to, like, his IP or whatever. I remember him saying stuff like that in a, uh, in an interview um he did with mighty mouse um yeah. i sent you a, a little video about mighty mouse the other day yeah he's a big dork and they interviewed each other yeah um because isayama is a huge mma fan mm-hmm. and um has like kind of famously based some of the titan looks on mma fighters That's so cool which is so amazing but he said because he has so much control creative control on the anime he was like Oh, like when I wasn't a very good drawer, I was like upset at like how some of the fights looked early in the manga, mm. but it was okay because when we got around to do them in the anime, I was able to like have more say and yeah. like be like, no, 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 do it this way. I, I didn't really know what I was doing back then. Yeah. This is um, what I would have wanted. Yeah. So he has, like, to your point, just a lot of, I mean, it's, it's his property, right? It's his IP and it's great to see that he's so closely linked to it. Um, God, I will say, um, you know, part of that statement, you just jogged my memory, was, like, he felt bad for MAPPA because yeah. it was going to be such an ambitious, you know, undertaking. And it sounds like this was probably the best way to do it. And, yeah, it just sounds like just, like, a 90-minute action sec piece, kind of. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it it must yeah. be a very rewarding feeling to know that, yes, it, it had, like, genuinely has frustrated a lot of the fans and kind of, you know, confused us to no end. But... To know that, you know, whether you could be jaded and say it's or cynical and say it's like, you know, for money, they're trying to milk it and, you know, the ads and this and that. But like to know that, like, they really wanted to land this and they have split it up so it all got its fair share. You know, being the original creator and seeing so much, you know, at, you know, adoration from the fans of the studio making it and trying to make this like such a perfect thing, like, it must feel amazing, you know, yeah. to know. Like, I can only imagine how he feels. I mean, I think at the end of the day, I do have regret about watching that trailer. Like, I kind of skipped through it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what I will say is it it does seem to be the best they've ever done. And I think that sure. when we watched their last 90-minute special, I think we said that, like, okay, so this is the best they've done. Oh, yeah. Like, for MAPPA's yeah. work on it, like, um, you know, and it proved, I think, something that no one was questioning, which was, like, obviously they are capable of crazy good shit when they have time, right? Yeah. Um, and this time it looks like they really, they really did it properly. And it's crazy that they delayed this. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be like four months ago or something. Or I think they might've delayed it even more than that, but it's like, I believe it was supposed to be, uh, August, or yeah. July, July, August. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, couple days. they also revealed there's going to be, uh, an attack on Titan, uh, like prequel chapter about Levi's, uh, childhood that's going to come out early next Are they- year just doing like a manga adaptation of the yeah. OVA? Uh, I think they're suggesting it's like net new. Oh, so okay. I don't know. Maybe just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's all I saw. Very interesting. Yeah, boy. So a little, little bummer news. Uh, Matthew Perry passed away at uh, the young age of 54. I did not know he was only 54. To be yeah. With you. yeah. Yeah. Um, tough one, man. I'm a big friends fan. Grew up on it. Um, I think 
that a lot of people kind of identified with his like humor in friends and i think like it's not inaccurate to say that that's what he'll be remembered for the most right and he had the, sure. this great quote about like i would really rather people remember what i did for like people suffering from addiction he was on a really big push last year mm. um for his book about addiction and all this stuff and mental health in general and uh i don't know i always really appreciated him knowing that like that dude was like so light on his feet in friends sure. and like you know th but even though we know now that he was struggling quite a bit during that time um but like to look at that dude like the loudest funniest dude in the room and like no like he's hurting like really badly mm. i don't know i thought that was like very humanizing of him to be so honest and right about and uh no it's just a big fucking l it really yeah. sucks um yeah i don't know we're not, we don't like cover like celebrity deaths and stuff like that that often but like i don't know that one that one bummed me, dude. I know I can finish most of his punchlines in Friends. Like, I have a memory for that kind of stuff, but I know most of his jokes sure. in that series because well, I've seen that so much. That's the thing. Not to say, like, I'm not, you know, affected by it, but, like, I, I have no association to Friends at Oh, really? All. Yeah, like, so, yeah. like, I know I know of him. Like, I you know, I've seen, like, you know, I've seen the snippets and, the you know, the bits over the years and stuff like that. Like, I, you could just tell, like, you know, he was, like, a force of that show, you know, like, clearly a fan, like, anytime you talk to anyone, it's always, like, the favorite character is, like, Chandler, you know, like, you know, I, I understand the magnitude of what he did and brought, but, uh, yeah, he was on, like, yeah. he just had it, quote, you know what I mean, like, he had right. it at that time, and it's always, you can't recreate that kind of lightning in a bottle, yeah. but that was his, you know, 10-year run or whatever. Yeah. Well, I think it just goes to show, like, you know, you know how the internet can get, and the social media, like, whenever a celebrity dies, it's, you know, it just feels like it's that day of you know, that person's day or whatever, but it just feels like his, his passing was like massive, you know, like yeah. just, it feels like it's still going on. People are still talking about it. And you know, we're here talking about it now, but Big like, one. it's, uh, it, it just, yeah, it feels like his, you know, they're all they're doing a bunch of like, uh, best of Chandler stuff, you know, like everyone, it just feels like everyone's get re getting involved Ugh. and it doesn't feel gross, which is nice. Yeah. You know, I can't like even it watch feels, it. I'm too bummed. Yeah. Yeah. So but yeah, know. it's, it I is will. really, it is really sad to hear, but, uh, um, Okay, well, let's keep going with the sad stuff. Uh, speaking yeah. of the cat, Killers of the Flower Moon, we should have mentioned this after we covered the movie. Um, but as of yesterday, it's only made $85 million worldwide on a $200 million budget. It, hit, it took a 61% drop off, drop off in its second weekend. Ay, ay, ay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, we, we already made our case. See the movie in theaters, you know. Yeah. But uh, that's, a t that's a tough one, man. And you hate to see it. But it... It does, it does come into this next story a little bit. Yeah, you're gonna, so, you're gonna have to explain this one to me too. So okay, so I think you and everybody remembers uh, Scorsese, you know, notoriously dumping on the MCU sure. and superhero movies, kind of like at large. Unforgettable. Unforgettable, and like you know, he did, he never. I one thing I gotta say about him, he is a fucking gangster, right? Like he didn't walk back his statements the moment he got like pushback. <laughs> He was yeah. asked about those his statements in every interview because he was promoting the movie at the time, right? I don't know what it was. Yeah, well, what would have been the Irishman? Yeah, must or be. no, maybe he was producing something. Yeah, I don't know, but he yeah. was asked about, it and he was like, "Yeah, no, that that is what I mean, and I will clarify. I'll give you more context. I don't give a fuck." Um, so there's that, and then um, you know, Joe and Anthony Russo, who hold the the title you know for for or they you know kind of briefly did for infinity war and, and endgame um for highest grossing film and all that um you know they in particular never really responded 
Um, I think they, at one point, were like, well, it's a bummer, because he's, like, one of our favorite directors, right? Sure. Um, but whatever. Um, everyone had an opinion on that bullshit. But anyway, I think, long story short, short Scorsese's been on TikTok, because I think he has a daughter who's on TikTok. Yeah. So he participates in, like, some silly sh- trends every now and again, which, mm-hmm. you know, it's all good, good fun. And he did one about Show Me Sadness, and he was kind of dumping on, I think, um, on on movies and stuff like that, like, not doing well. And he said to his dog, Oscar, show me sadness. And it's like this little pooch, kind of, I can't remember the breed. But his dog's name is Oscar. <laughs> Joe Russo does a remix of the TikTok, and he it's it's him watching it, and going, oh, that's funny. He goes, isn't that cute? His dog's name is Oscar. And then it cuts to him with his dog. He goes, anyway, come here, box office. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Pretty funny. I don't know. I don't... We don't normally cover that kind of shit, but it fucking killed me, dude. Yeah. Come here, box office. That is funny. Yeah. Make Gray Man too. <laughs> you know? Like... Yeah. Yeah. Gray Man. Yeah. I don't know. It's... Uh... Yeah, I gotta... It's... It... Well, they did that to... Immediately after Endgame, they did that. Um, they did that Fentanyl movie with Tom Holland. Oh no, that was in like development hell. That had been in the bag forever. Yeah, no, but like it was yeah. the first movie they put oh, out. Oh sure, yeah. yeah Post yeah. Endgame, yeah, and like good. that was tough. Yeah, that was tough. Tom one. Holland, yeah, trying to sell Tom Holland as anything other than you know a high schooler. It's not the spider. The Spider Man isn't the problem. It's his fucking face. It's how yeah, young he looks. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting. At. No, I know. It's it's, it's, yeah, it's cr- like what were they thinking casting him in that uh, Far Cry? Was it Far Cry? Uncharted. He... Huh? Uncharted. Uncharted was yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but that dude, that dude looks twenty still. Like it's yeah. Uh, yeah. Good for him, but uh, yeah, but you but just can't pretend he's Mark Wahlberg right now, dude. It's like him and Timothy Chalamet. It's like yeah, you're eventually gonna get a. A dad bod, but we, until then, maybe uh, just keep taking. Yeah, the at least one ones. looks like a like a skeleton man. You could do something with that. Yeah, yeah. you you could do something with Gaunt. You could do something with with <laughs> a cherub face. <laughs> but uh, so the uh, the Logan and Blade Runner uh, twenty forty nine writer Michael Green has been hired to write the uh, Marvel's upcoming Blade movie starring Mashallah Ali, mm. um, and who is apparently ready to lead the project over script script issues. Um, and there's been a reported $100 million budget for this movie. Dave, I just want a, a good Blade movie. So bad. Like, yeah, so bad. But they're going to put it in the MCU, right? Uh, yeah, because that's like their their whole thing. But I, I would be more interested if they did like a sideline thing where like it's um, like the Batman. Like the Matt Reeves Batman. But, that, like, but they won't. No, I know, but like, wouldn't that be cool? There's like, you know what, fuck it, like, we're just gonna let someone make like an R-rated Blade movie. That's the thing. That's what it should be, especially yeah. with Mahershala Ali, like a heavy hitter like that. Like, yeah. I think what I'm fucking tired of, <laughs> out of nowhere, is like the MCU getting these absurd big names, big actors, mm. and big directors, and like, do, like giving us these watered down versions of them. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. I don't want you to get like double Oscar winner Mahershala Ali, has, who has shown like insane range yeah. and be like all right dude be scary in a pg-13 go you know what I mean? and, and like with a director or a writer who's like written like really provocative intense complex dark shit and be like all right take all of that and write it for a pg-13 movie go it's like <sighs> you know like i understand like you know it's hard to make 
a movie about a vampire ripping around with a sword to look like, you know, cerebral or whatever. Like, that's not what we want. I just want, like, a competently, like, in-the-world Blade movie, you know? Mm. Like, I don't... You know, again, your point is, like, things being watered down. Like, you just, you just can't do that. Like, you know, Guillermo del Toro was perfect for, you know, the original Blade movies, you know, with, yeah. like, with Wesley Snipes. Like, you know, like he, he understood horror and gore and, you know, like, sus- you know, suspense and, like, those movies. You know, they are what they are, but, like, they're fucking awesome, you know? Yeah, like, dude. They should just do that again. I don't know. Maybe bring yeah. Ryan Reynolds back. That'd be hilarious. That'd be awesome. Like, I am... But then again, they're saying they're doing Deadpool 3 rated R, so... Yeah. I don't know. I'll probably see that. I don't know if I'll see mm. it in theaters. Oh, for sure. Okay. Um, Back to anime here, dude. Yeah. I, I don't know if we've, like, gone deep on Freerun beyond Journey's End. Uh, no, not since we first talked about it. So, episode 8 is out. I think I did just put something on our on our instagram podcast at part-time otaku podcast on instagram like just about like grant was right Damn you right. know it was a couple of my favorite uh screenshots from like episode maybe three or something like that mm-hmm. this show um while not comparable to jujitsu kaisen is probably the best thing on tv if not mm-hmm. for jujitsu kaisen and like i think you know that might split the audience a little bit, but it's like they're very different shows. Mm. But this is like this, this show is, is the definition of less is more. Yeah, this is it's, amazing. It's so subtle. It's very quiet. Like you know, the, there's there's a shot in this episode. So the episode's called Free Run the Slayer, Ugh. which is aptly named. And you know, there's a shot where you know the the demon kind of you know because there was you know at the end of episode seven there was kind of you know, like a cutoff of like, you know, the, that one of the demons came into her, her prison cell mm-hmm. when she's wrongly and we're like, okay, like this is going to pop off. And then, you know, and it immediately gets right into it. And I, I don't, I, I, I wish I had, I had a screenshot of it right in front of me. Cause like, it would be like the ultimate, like, you know, computer uh, monitor background of, you know, he gets like the wire wrapped around her. She uses her mana to block it. And there's just a shot of like, just the disdain that she looks at him. Yeah. You know, like, as she's, like, you know, like, clearly, like, you know, give me a second there, like, I'm gonna drop your ass, kind of, it was just, it's just one of the most, like, <laughs> visual storytelling, you know, just a facial expression, it just blows my mind what they can do with animation. There's now. also, like, it's, it's, it's so cool. That, co- she gives a similar cold look in the, at the ending, when she kind of touches yeah. down to face off against, I think it's Aura. Or the guillotine, yeah. Or the guillotine, and, uh, and she's introduced as the, de- as the, uh, I have the quote here. Yeah, Freerun the Slayer, who has slew more demons than anyone in history. Yeah, and then she see her, that you know, tips her feet. She's slowly rising, or you know, descending down. Oh, yeah, great shot. Yeah, I also, awesome I also love what they're doing with Fern. Yes. Um, like Fern in that shot when she's flying and she hits the, uh, is it Lugner, the blonde-haired demon? Yes, the main, the main demon. It yeah. is Lugner, right? Um, I believe so. Yeah great voice acting on him too by the way yes i think we know that guy um, yeah he's very yeah you you don't know anyone else he's done do you and not on the top of my head but the second i heard him talk i was like oh that's, yeah that's one of our guys <laughs> he has a great quote um in the middle of this episode again and it's i despise geniuses they lack the beauty of accumulated effort <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, and he, and then at the end of the uh, episode, he kind of says that Freerun is one of those geniuses. Though I would disagree with the lack of accumulated effort, considering how long she's been at it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, it's starting to feel like an ensemble show. Um, yeah. Fern and Stark. 
That's working. Stark. The Stark the Stark stuff was awesome this episode. The shaking, the shaking the conversation he has with the uh, Graf, the the Herald or whatever, or the King or whatever. Yeah, dude. He goes, "Oh, I can hear you shaking," and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, I am." And he's like, "Huh, that's good." Yeah. You know, like it, the, the, the back and forth. Yeah, like you know, it shows you have valiance or whatever. And, yeah, but uh, that is yeah, a nice touch. I don't know. It was it was a really cool moment. <laughs> yeah, Stark makes a moment of like, "Yeah, yeah, I hope this chair isn't too expensive because uh, that's how I'm getting you out." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it just—I don't know. I, he, you know, th- that character could be so stereotypical and boring and over the top, and it is Stark kind of realistic, you know? Yeah, Stark. Like, yeah, it, he could—he could totally be Zenit too. And oh I'm god, so yeah. glad that he's not. You know, yeah, like man. he could be that loud, obnoxious character. He's just—he feels like a, you know, he's nervous and he laughs and he, the, you know, or the, you know, he kind of jokes around a lot. The scenarios you know, that they're in, but like, I don't know. It's it. it he's also kind of plays like a straight man as well. You know, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a refreshing change oh. to that archetype that could go awry. What I was gonna say about Fern was, um, like, she looks like Freerun in that shot where she's levitating out yeah. the window and she shoots, uh, she hits uh, Lugner with that fucking Voltrak type shit. Like, yeah, Zoltrak. Zoltrak? Yeah. Um, or yeah. Voltrak. I don't know. I think it's Zoltrak. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but she look like, I, I think she's kind of unconsciously or subconsciously, rather, kind of becoming a lot like Freerun, you know, mm-hmm. minus the, the immortality. By proximity, um, yeah. Yeah, and. I don't know, man. Like this, the the pacing, the slow burn to action to just like watching how Free Ren kind of lives. I don't know. I think you were right when you said this is like kind of everything you want wanted Mushko Tensei to be, because mm. it it has it's not an isekai, so it's different in that way. Yep. But it has an incredibly lived in. That's what how you would say like lived in fantasy world. Mm-hmm. Um. And like it doesn't have any of the bad stuff. It's weird, no. man. Like it, there's. I think. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna get roasted for this. Maybe <laughs> not having a male protagonist and and therefore like having a way to like dumb down the fan service. Sure. And they actually also kind of um, they directly address um, why there aren't many elves. I think she says something about like our species, like our instincts are not to reproduce. So like the yeah. character herself is kind of asexual. Sure. And there's just like. There's no bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, there's no anime fan service bullshit. Um, but it still finds its way to get, like, you know, silly anime cutesy moments. Yeah. Like, you know, they kept like, the good you know, parts. Like, yeah. 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 The, the wholesome side of, like, those yeah. moments. You know, I know it's as odd as that sounds, but, like, they, they find a way to kind of still do it, but not, you know, just kind of delve into, you know, what, what have you. But, um, no, yeah. I, I don't know. And, you know, it's 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 so weird, but I think my favorite detail of this episode, and it kind of just shows how kind of, like, awesome, or I think just amazing this show is, mm. you know, in, say, just say you have, like, anime A, right? You know, f- you know that character, similar to Freerun, goes, they realize, you know, the guard is dead. They just, like, move on, and they run away. Yeah. But, like, they take the time to go, like, oh shit like you know i kill a demon the demon disappears uh and there's a dead guard like who do you think did it you know like it just and they take the time to kind of do all of that you know it, it's like it feels like they need to explain that but they do and it makes sense for you know you know uh all that it just no you're show, man. you're yeah. right like they they thought about it right yeah. like, okay well this would be like a problem that she would have to solve 
This yeah, is, you know what I mean? Like we don't just of, of the situation. Yeah, yeah, we don't just roll through it. You know what I mean? And yeah, I don't know. There's it's very, very based, thoughtful. but also very fantastical. She's a fucking thousand year old elf or several thousand. So I don't know, man. It's got all the good shit. Cannot recommend Free Rim Beyond Journey's End enough. Um, yo, I think this is twenty eight episodes. Yeah, man. Yo. Yeah. And I, and I don't think it's in two cores either. No, it's straight through. Let's like this is this is let's go like this is yeah. fucking great. I want to see. We've got Jujutsu Kaisen for at least another couple months, um, and this like probably yeah. What obviously into the end of, end of the year, end of the new year. I am I am hype. Attack on Titans ending. My God. Yeah. Right now my trifecta is Free Ren, Jujutsu Kaisen, and uh, Shangri La Frontier. Just it's it's I'm eating very well. With, yeah. Uh, these fantasy esque shows. Got a few minutes into that. Wasn't in the mood. I'm gonna give it another uh, another try later. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get it. you gotta be ready for it. Take your time. Um, it's gonna be there. Yeah. Okay. So sp- speaking of things that are gonna be there, nailed it. Uh, Gen V e- oh, yeah. episode episode seven. Episode seven. This is a busy episode, dude. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I don't even know if we've done like a like a breakdown of this show in like a specific episode yet. No. On the podcast, did they re- release a bunch at first, like three at first, maybe? Yeah, I think Amazon usually does that with their uh, like yeah these shows they find first three are always out right away and so then week to week i think and correct me if i'm wrong i think most of this episode is like it's kind of and you know it's spoiler warning but it's kind of like the reveal on this indira shetty character sure she we learn her motive mm-hmm. which was her family was killed on the plane that homelander took callback callback yeah. you know hey they got the universe right why not yep. use it um so i get that she's did you think the superhero airborne virus a la like covid was like a little on the nose or a little too soon or or <laughs> that was legitimately hard to watch <laughs> okay you did that was, okay that was pretty gross yeah i was like so is this like what are we doing here like are we is this good because it'll be everyone at top of mind or is it like tired and a little obvious no, because okay, the argument can be made yes, but if if I, you know if I'm calling this right, they are gonna double back into the whole like alt right Homelander movement with the virus being out and yeah, like you they know, do, and you know like oh like the government made you know like you know the government made COVID or whatever you know the world order made COVID you know like the kind of that correlation I think that would be you know like you know chef's kiss that's. <laughs> I think that's how they make that whole alt-right movement thing from the boys. Um, I think that's how they move that forward without kind of redoing it again. You know, just take like a, you know, this angle, but... I don't like that for the record. <laughs> no? You don't think so? I, I mean, now that you've said it, I think they yeah. do it. Like, sure. It seems like, oh, they're going to do this. I do feel like a, a whole QAnon thing kind of coming down the pipe in yeah. the boys and i think this is kind of like the backdoor way of doing it i'm i'm very curious to see where they go i think um we i can't remember did they confirm or not confirm that this upcoming season of the boys is the last one i yeah. have no clue yeah i'm not neither. sure i don't know what the, and like you said earlier they're doing another season of gen b so i don't know yeah. how long they want to cook with this but i guess we'll see they brought that cia chick from the boys, the one that Butcher reports yep. to, and I was kind of nervous she was going to get offed there, um, but she didn't. I was the, that was kind of interesting because I was I wasn't really sure where this took place in the timeline. Like if this was like pre, 
um, pre-boys or kind of like in the middle of like season two or something random like that. But this is like now, like it's all posts, you know, it's uh, yeah. like the middle of it. Cause I think they kind of ended season three with, um, I'm liking on the, the AOC stand in there, the head exploder. What's her yeah. Name? No, I, um, I, I have her as fucking AOC in my notes, dude. It's bad. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> and they know what they're doing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's incredibly intentional. She's great, by the way. Like the act. Like, yeah, she is. The character is great. Like I love what they're doing. Um, but yeah, okay. So she. But like, yeah. Go ahead. So everything is like post season three, where you know, like, like there's references to Soldier Boy. How about that fucking Soldier Boy cameo <laughs> in this good. season? No, How? Like, <laughs> oh, AOC gets yeah. a hold of the virus, though. Is that what you're yes. gonna say? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like you know the clearly that's you know going to be tucked away into like the boys storyline so that's what like i do think gen v is affecting the boys which is cool to see yeah and it's maybe not just the hand like the you know the one-off handoff knowing that as a second season they can kind of continue to yeah build its own thing but uh feels like the sam kid luke's brother yeah like that's not gonna end well right no I feel no, bad. For I don't him. think, I don't think he makes it. I think he uh, yeah, he goes next some, episode. Something bad happens for sure. Yeah. I w- I will say, um, he really grew on me this episode. Man, the character names. I feel bad. Uh, he grew on me. The girl that shrinks, the blonde Emma. I like Emma. I Emma's think she's probably great. my favorite character I, this in this show. Agreed. I think they really nailed the young cast, and I think anytime yeah. you go a little bit younger, it's you know hit or miss it could be a li- mm-hmm. i think that it's a little obviously a little risky and especially the um what are they the bi-gender person the uh oh um J- not jason uh jamie uh, no is it a j um, i, I don't know but um in a room i think that sounds like a good idea and then you get two actors and you see what they have to do and you're like fuck like this is actually a pretty big ask yeah. And I think it's been working for me in the last couple episodes more than more than the, in the beginning. I will say I do think there is like a legitimate weak link and it's the male like actor. The, yeah, the guy like that's like the Magneto ripoff. The one with his dad oh. has the same power as him. I thought you meant between the 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 character with two Oh, no, 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 no. no. You I mean find... yeah, 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 the Magneto yeah, rip. I I agree with you. I think he like I understand his story is like, you know, kind of like locked into the progression of the story like you know, but he's very much kind of everything's kind of revolving around him a lot in a weird way like yeah. he continues to push the plot forward and like try to rescue sam and you know go to this and but um yeah i i think i was also i i did think the the mind wipe girl um was yeah. kind of the weak link at first but like she really like went these Grown past two us. episodes i thought were awesome like when she kind of like goes unhinged in this episode towards the end of this episode Agreed. I was like, whoa good for you like you are crushing it right now it was really i think this is by far the best episode i really liked it me too man they yeah. do gore i mean they you know yeah. they always do gore so well but fuck did they ever do gore well mm-hmm. that and they show it too like you know which is always oh, surprising god. i find forcing you know, like, endear to yeah. suicide in front of it oh my god like yeah shows don't do that you know what i mean mm-hmm. and the boys does it every fucking week yeah. You get you see someone's head blown off. We we got a head Fucking we got a head pop this uh, this episode from yeah, AOC. She blew, the scientists who got manipulated into creating <laughs> yeah. super COVID. Yeah. Whatever. Um yeah, man. Good episode though. I agree with you. Yeah, Probably the best so far. When does it Freaking, come out? Sorry? What day does it drop per week? I actually don't know. Yeah, it's always just like I'm like, oh what to watch? I'm like, oh right, it's I'm probably due, so I ended up watching on 
the weekends, like Saturday. So it has to be like probably Thursday, Friday, what do yeah. you mean, I guess. But um, all right. Also, um, they are timing it. The finale season finale is uh, the season premiere of Invincible. They're doing it back to back. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, so that comes out November fourth. So that means. Uh, oh, so there's only eight episodes of Gen V then. Yeah. So yeah. this was yeah. penultimate. Okay. Yes. I didn't know that. Which felt like a penultimate. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I just didn't know. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. Invincible. Fuck yeah. Did you see the trailer for it? I started. And I was like, you know what? No, let's let's not. I, I, could, um, I could start feeling like all the celebrity cameos. Well, coming I won't. In. I'm like. I won't spoil, but they do a they do a slide or not a slide. Okay. They do like a black screen, you know, and then like cued with music of like all the guest star names. And I was like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, dude. They got some. Uh, they got some headers, dude. Very exciting. Any fun um, ones? Yeah, but if dude, even if you wanted to know, you know my memory. It's like oh, yes, okay. there are fun ones, but no, I don't remember them. <laughs> um, okay, do you want to plug the pilot of Pluto first, or should we wait till next week till I've seen it? What do you think? Um. I'll just briefly speak on it. I think you absolutely should watch it. Um, this is the Netflix anime, which uh, Sam brought up to me because it's really making the rounds on uh, the internet. People are saying it's uh, it's a smash hit. It is a smash hit. Um, it's a adaptation of a kind of retelling of the Astro Boy story from like the like the early early manga and animation from like the fifties. Oh, okay. Um, so it, I think the manga was like I think it was like two thousand three. Um, it was kind of like, they kind of just like took another swing at that story and kind of made it like a darker tone. Yeah. This show is very dark. Um, really? But, I didn't know that. Like, oh, it looked like a oh, fun sci-fi Dave. in the trailer, but I didn't know. No, it is heavy, 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 heavy. Um, we like that. The first thing that came to mind is Vivi. Like, it screams Vivi. Um, That's crazy just, to me. That's just not what I got from the trailer. And I'm not saying that as a bad thing. That's incredibly exciting to hear. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's you know, uh, robots and humans kind of cohabiting the world together. There's like, seems to be some cohesiveness, Mm -hmm. um, in this first episode. Uh, it's like the whole, I don't know if you know this. I I didn't really know, know either. It's a serial killer story. They're tracking down a serial killer. What? No, I didn't know that at all. Yeah. It, um, I, I I couldn't, so each episode is an hour long. I was about Uh, to ask. It's an hour and 10 minutes. Fuck. Um, eight episodes. And how far are you? I, I, I watched the first episode. That's it. Okay. I watched it uh, before we recorded tonight, actually, because I, I thought we were going to be talking about it. But anyways. Sorry, Doc. Um, no, no, no. Was, uh, there was a miscommunication on our parts. But um, no, very Vivi. Um, it's funny because there's a show I, I've been trying to finish for like years now called Spriggan, also on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Um, and I've it seen kind of reminded me. Poster art for it. It looks good. Yeah, like it's, it's different. Like, because that show. Um, like it's you know like it's a sci-fi story there's like you know these different world orders and countries are competing for all this like ancient like historical um artifacts kind of thing Mm -hmm. and it's like a world hopping story and you know like there's one episode where they go to you know there's like the silent forest in um like peru or something like that and there's one based on like the you know the pyramids and they're trying to get all the you know like these you know what people think are you know religious artifacts or like you know aliens you know and, and whatnot like they left these objects here and you know humans use them for however long and it, it's 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 a very cool sci-fi world hopping story and also about like the main characters like a teenage android you know who's like a super machine and you know he works with the good guys and whatnot and i, I kind of got that vibe with this show not like this you know like the main character 
is like you know one of the most they're kind of teeing up like the seven wonders of the world like the seven the seven most advanced robots in the world like mm-hmm. where the world came together from different countries and like designed this robot and like they're on this pinnacle so they've kind of t- like teed up like this seven like, kind of like seven wonders of the world scenario yeah. where you know Astro Boy is you know deemed one of them um you know like this main character he's a, like a german uh detective robot who's like the most advanced detective in the world you know and yeah. it's it's dave it's very out there it's very 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 cool like Fun. it's so yeah it's animation it's, quality up there it's like it flawless like Damn. work i don't know who made this um if it honestly at moments it felt like it was a wit studio joint just the, the the animation style and like the imagery and the fluidity and also i see a lot of people comparing it to violet evergarden oh um, i mean that's also a gorgeous show. yeah but again i think it's more like the android ties and like what oh, is sure. memory and you know so it's i don't know I, it's it's genuinely a must watch like this is as blockbuster as anime it gets my god we're eating good huh yeah, what's going on, dude? It's getting tight around the. Belt I mean, I right guess now. this is when we did the first Psycho season was like fall twenty two, right? Yeah, it's getting cold. People are inside; they want to watch good shit. Here we are, dude. I'm digging it. Okay, I'll, I'll check it out this weekend. I'll report back. Sounds good. Damn, dude, Pluto. All right. Um, hey, you did a good job selling that. Okay. Um, I think that's it, buddy. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, um, I guess next time you guys hear us is probably our AOT special episode. It will be. So, um, you know, we'll don't worry. We'll cover everything else. We'll come back with Jujutsu Kaisen the following week. We'll have uh, been into Pluto. We'll have the uh, the finale of Gen V. Um, a couple episodes on Free Run and lots of news, I'm sure. But uh, that'll be after next week's special episode on the series finale. But... Attack on Titan. Shinjeki no Kyojin. Cannot believe we're here. Wild. so fucking excited um yeah just yeah you know we don't need to plug it much more than we have like just tune in um hold on to your hats and your butts and uh be prepared shouts out to the comic book shop for the continued support of the show much appreciated check them out we'll be back next week on uh you know our regular timing we're a day late this week i haven't even mentioned that yet i'm sure oh, true, uh, yeah. future day slash uh, past day will have mentioned that um but thanks for your patience we will see you next week grant go ahead say the thing bye guys cheers